0: And we are live. Uh, Welcome to Question and Answer, uh, episode 36. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, with csjoseph.life. And welcome to all of my dope ego hacker friends uh, for this evening's uh, stream regarding question and answer. And I am here to answer your questions. Question and answer, typically for how it goes with us, is kind of more like a, um, let's see... Uh, it's kind of like an AMA except uh, relating to uh, psychology questions um, if you super chat me uh, you'll get uh, your question will be answered it'll be moved up to highest priority I'll be taking questions from our discord server and uh, as well as some of our patrons uh, but just uh, also patrons don't forget we have our private patreon uh, live stream that is coming just around the corner as well so uh, with that being said uh, let's uh, get this uh, going. So I'm going to make an adjustment here. There we go. And uh, cool. Yo, we got Lishneros, uh here, and uh, Boris Mandruf. How are you, good sir? It's nice to see that uh, you're joining us this evening. So, and we got Aiden Knox in the house as well. Mr. Domesday, the man, the legend, the myth. The man, legend, and myth that is not actually so much a myth because unlike most people, he actually walks his talk instead of just talks his talk. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Domesday. Uh, So Captain Snooze as well. Scart Darcy, dope, and um, Eerofehicle... And uh, stream with ESTP host Eric. Wen, probably never, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> so, um, and uh, Jingle Man 31 says yo, and Starry Nights. I love Starry Nights and uh, Jonathan Masenga as well, and uh, Nini uh, second live stream. Happy to have you here, uh, Nini as well. Hopefully uh, everything's going uh, pretty well here. So. I guess I'm going to pull up the questions and we're gonna get down to that. So let's see, where is my questions channel? What happened to it? Oh, there it is, found it, cool. All right, so uh, Renteru asks, why do ESTPs look down and disrespect INFJs and in the same time they want to become from the perspective weak type? Well, to answer that question, Rentero, uh, it's because SE Hero likes to squish that SE inferior. And uh, the thing is also, remember it's the purpose of the ESTP to check for the structural integrity of other types and the ENFP shadow within the INFJ uh, unconscious. Uh, It basically triggers ESTPs because ESTPs can see uh, INFJs as manipulative and using their SE inferior to eliminate competition. Uh, I don't know how many times I've observed expert sensing inferior eliminate competition ever since uh, my wife, Railgun, educated me on the concept. And uh, once I, I was like, okay, yeah, you're actually right. SE inferiors, INTJs do this too they eliminate competition and it's especially bad with NFJs and it's especially bad with INFJs. So it's like, okay, uh, fair enough. But that's the primary reason why ESTPs can't, <coughs> can't stand INFJs. It's because they're just like, yeah, no, don't be weak, don't be corrupt and stop eliminating competition. How about you actually be good and actually be right instead of like pretending to be right. They're just, try- they're just trying to get rid of the fakeness within the INFJs. Well, the so INFJs have a problem with ESTPs because INFJs accuse ESTPs of being soulless human beings. I mean, hashtag FI trickster, right? So it goes both ways. The conflict is there. Now, if they can learn to appreciate each other and have mutual respect, which, let's be straight, is not likely to happen, um, my INFJ uh, mentor's father was an ESTP. And they hate each other's guts to this day. So to the point where they don't even speak to one another. (sighs) need a drink. So I'm actually a little sick right now, but uh, I am recovering thanks to uh, my wife's efforts. God bless her. So kind of getting that uh, figured out as well. So let's see. And uh, going down here, okay, cool. And, uh, oh yeah. Cool. Uh, oh, Dolph Dervish is uh, winding up for the question. Uh, so let's see what we got. Uh, knock, knock joke. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Eric seems like he'd be a conspiracy theorist. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Sam Blankenhorn with a uh, super chat. Thank you, Sam. Which types are most prone to indecisiveness? That's a great question. Uh, The answer to that question, most prone to indecisiveness are NI-inferiors and SI-inferiors. So, uh, however, you can make the argument for SE-inferiors and NE-inferiors as well. However, uh, ISJs actually don't really tend to be indecisive. And, uh, INJs, they can be indecisive if they just don't know where to start. So that's not really, I'm not really putting them in that category, uh, Sam. However, um, we're going to talk about SI inferior, ENPs, ENPs, oh my gosh. And ESPs, basically, uh, yeah, uh, EPs, uh, for, for that matter, I guess. Um, they really are very indecisive people and, uh, The thing is, is that the ENPs, we're just going with the flow. You know what I mean? And same with the ESFP. The thing is, is that ESTP, ENFP, it's more like, oh, I have NI inferior. (coughs) And because I have NI inferior, I don't know if I'm making the right decision. I don't know if I'm wanting the right thing. So they question themselves consistently. Until they've seen someone else do it. And it's like, okay, I'm safe to make the decision because I see someone else is doing it and they're doing just fine. (coughs) Excuse me. So trying to get that figured out. So you quoted Frank James as saying, I accept that I'm an INFP in your system now to me, that sounds like the biggest telltale of his type. So what cognitive function do you submit? He just, I, (coughs) he just displayed there. I would say T inferior, Dolph Dervish. (coughs) Wow. I've been talking a lot today, so should probably get some more water. Cool, that was good, so. Okay, and moving back into here. madmole 20 asks, does Western society have a bias towards P or (coughs) J-types? If it's just within the context of P or J, I'd say probably J-types because Western society is mostly an SJ oligarchical society. Um, I wouldn't say it's more P. I mean, if you really want to go with just P, I mean, you could say that's, I don't know, Africa or South America, whereas the more J-types I guess would have a bias there. But again, I try to stay away from MBTI letter dichotomies because I maintain uh, the MBTI is terrible and uh, hashtag fake news, and we should avoid avoid the MBTI at all costs. Wait a minute, Mr. C.S. Joseph, I thought you were an MBTI YouTube channel. Actually, I am not. I am very against the MBTI and will have nothing to do with it. I just use the four letters to describe the types uh, just for the sake of the four letters to capture people through search engines optimization and no other reason. <coughs> Dang. <coughs> All right. So I'm gonna be deleting these uh, as they come in. All right. Renteru, again, uh, the last QA public choice, uh, Memory Cree versus Mirror, you said that SE users will forget the skill if the trainer, for example, is not there. So, why SE users in general are good at sports than SI users since SI users have all the skills in their memory? That's not true. SI users can use uh, can be great at sports through the use of self discipline. This is why ESTJs are amazing at sports, actually, and use the gym all the time, actually teach sports on a regular basis. Uh, we, have an, we have an ESTJ uh, athlete uh, within our community. Uh, he comes on live streams every now and then. Pretty cool dude. Uh, met him one time. Really liked the guy. He actually sent me a video of him uh, doing pull-ups recently. It was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, ESTJs handle that all the time uh sc users they just have to use the skill over and over and over in order for them to keep that skill if they're not going you know from that standpoint then they're just going to forget it over time this is why intjs can master any skill and they can do it quickly the thing is though as soon as they stop using that skill they lose their mastery so like jack of all trades master of all that's the intj the problem is the intj if they if they stop using the skill they lose it so that's kind of where it is with INTJs. In order for them to keep their amazing skill, they have to keep using it over and over. SI users not so much. They can pick it up where they left off of just about any time. But again, it's from the point of self-discipline. This is why SI users are better uh, than SE SI users typically at dance or anything that's choreographed or martial arts, etc. Uh, whereas SE SI users would be more like in terms of driving, you know, something that's more tactical. You know, as a result, uh, but. Then you're like getting into the arguments, okay, well, what's, what's what's more strategic, SE or NE? NE technically is more strategic because it's very long-term focused uh, and SE is more tactical because people can react to the moment. High SE users actually have the quickest reaction times. So when you're looking at it from a sports standpoint, that's where that comes from. Wow, I might not have to cough anymore. This is getting great. <clears throat> I'm gonna be deleting that question and moving on to the next one. All right. So alright, uh let's see here. So uh Kobe Master, and if SI is memory and the trickster is unaware, are you saying that ENJs are unable to use long-term memory? That's about impossible, isn't it? Uh they're not able to use long-term memory within themselves, uh, and they're very forgetful. The reason is is because ENJs, because of SI trickster, require memory totems. Uh, Mr. Kobe Master, I recommend uh, looking at the uh, the superpower known as psychometry. Psychometry is like when you were to like take a knife, right? Or or an object, you pick up the object and you would know basically exactly like, you know, everything attached uh, to uh, every memory or how the blade was ever used and uh, with with in the entire object's entire history and that's basically totemic memory and that's exactly how ENJs use their long-term memory. They need to have notes or photos or pictures or video or some kind of thing that reminds them of their past. And then those memories come back because it's as if they've stored their long-term memory into the physical object. And by touching the physical object or interacting with the physical object, they have all those long-term memories rushed back into their head. That's why I say, you know, from a, um, you know, in their ego because they're extroverted sensing. Child, extroverted sensing is more of, okay, yeah, hey. Uh, we, uh, you know, we live in the moment we have our memories. Now we have really, really good short-term memory, but not really good long-term memory because if they don't have the totems, they don't have their mem- they don't have long-term memory. They have to have totems or markers or landmarks, physical objects of some kind or shared experiences with other people, even another person such as a spouse or a child, for example, or a parent, that person could also become a memory totem as well, which is why, you know, when an SE user's uh, spouse dies, it's like they've completely lost a part of themselves and they can't, like, really cope with that at all because it's like all those memories have died with that person. And that's kind of the difference between long-term memory, short-term memory uh, as a result. Okay, Uh, so I hope that uh, will work out... Basic Betty asks, when will you release the written manual for typing? Uh, thank you for your super chat. So, uh, basic Betty, we will be releasing that very soon. Hopefully sooner than later. Uh, basically probably shortly after season 19 is completed. Uh, we have about another 12 episodes to go in season 19. I would expect the book to release shortly after season 19 is done. Uh, and, uh, Season 19 is one of our Patreon-related seasons. So we've got 12 more episodes to go, and uh, that will be it for season 19 before we move on to the next one. So it's just something for you to be aware of. Uh, That's probably uh, how that goes. Um, So back to Discord again. um, Are there certain types that are more prone to anxiety? Those are anti-inferiors, ESTP, uh, ESFP, and also I would say... INJs as well. SE inferiors or NI inferiors are probably the most prone to anxiety. The thing is though, I can't really say that per se because honestly, anyone's inferior function, if it's not really well developed at all, if it's been squashed by people over and over and over again, any type could suffer from severe anxiety, let's be honest. But it's really like, in terms of like, which ones are more likely to do it, based on how our society has this SJ bias, I would definitely say anything opposing SJs which would be introverted intuition or extroverted sensing, which is why I'm saying NI inferior and SE inferior probably have the highest chances of having anxiety. But then again, I can make the same argument for TE inferior as well. So not exactly something I could say concretely, just think of it more as a correlation, not a causation. All right, so. <clears throat> um, and uh, we have L.A. Cat with a question. Uh, what is the difference between perceiving and judging hero cognitive functions, and could you give an example? Sure. An INTJ is a perceiving uh, hero, with an I hero, because it, uh, introverted intuition is one of the four perceiving functions, and it takes in information, right? That's where that comes from. Uh, a judging hero is when you have a judging function like T.E. or F.I. or T.I. or T.E., Um, you know FE etc as one of your you know as your hero function and that is you know a a judging function as your hero although like if you think about it you have perception heroes as J types and introverts uh, whereas you have decision making heroes as J types and extroverts and vice versa with the uh, you know so it's like it could get a little confusing this is why the MBTI letter dichotomy system is so inferior Deleting the next one there, and moving forward. Okay. Okay. Um, senior Tessen asks, "Hey CS, can you answer me this? Socionics experts offer their typing services for cheap or even free. Why are you such more expensive? Can you explain why your system is superior to Socionics?" Um not exactly going to say why my system is superior, uh, more superior in other than I would say that mine's accurate and way more accurate where people actually resonate with it and kind of understand themselves and can improve themselves in terms of, uh, you know, all forms of human interaction. Um, and uh, I would say that I'm a bit more expensive because of the amount of time that goes into it. And usually within like 30-minute sessions, uh, we can get to a point where someone actually knows who they are and they get some recommendations as to how to go out, you know, moving it forward. Uh, but, it, but it really comes down to supply and demand. I put in a ton of hours every week into coaching, and coaching is becoming even more and more popular. We've had more people get coaching in the last... Two weeks than we've had like probably in the previous month or so, um, and uh, so it's it's kind of like a supply and demand thing. Uh, the more time that is required for me uh, to be able to meet that demand, sometimes we up the price just because it's like it gets so overwhelming because everyone needs you know as, as much help as they can. So. And that's generally how I usually do you know with, with, with pricing or whatever. But you're talking to an FI trickster. I don't exactly know the value of things. I'm an FI trickster. come on. I have other people tell me uh, what uh, that should be and I get their advice on that. So <clears throat> And uh, let's see here. Can you explain SIDemon? Sure, I can't explain SI Demon, uh for that uh, super chat. So that is Beauty by Jay. Uh, so SI Demon, uh, it comes out when uh, you know, say an INJ, they go out of their way to perform really, really well for other people. But if no one appreciates them or even notices that they performed and they went all out for the sake of others, uh, this could be performing on a project at work. Uh, this could be a performance like singing or on the radio. Uh, or even a dance, uh, or it could be scoring in sports. Uh, It could even be sexual prowess in the bedroom. But if no one notices or cares, or as no one is being loyal to them when they believe for absolutely that other people should be loyal to them, and then those people are disloyal to them, then they decide to have an inner implosion and then they light themselves on fire. They start binging things. They end up taking up some really bad habits, like potentially drug, sex, and alcohol. And kind of just self-destruct, hoping that those same people that they perform for would even bother to notice. And it's like, okay, well, if those people don't even notice, then why do I even exist anyway? Because I just wanted those people who are important to me to notice. But apparently, I'm not worth being noticed. I'm not good enough. I'm just going to self-destruct, basically. And that's kind of how S.I. Demon comes out. Uh, and it's another reason why they don't like talk about their past, because they'd rather focus on the future or living in the moment, right? So... <clears throat> Okay. Uh, so, what, where, CNS asked Chase, the quadrants are part of Socionics' model. However, most of the other components of your system are not. How do you determine to mix the systems? I'm basically following the same model that Bruce Lee uh, followed. Uh, so, Bruce Lee, uh, who's an ENTP, uh, he studied basically every form of martial arts out there as as much as he can. And then he took all of the best things that he maintained was true through his Ti parent, and which things actually worked the best through his pragmatism. So he used his pragmatic versus his Ti, and then was able to take the best pieces, you know, in his opinion, from all the other martial arts styles and combine them specifically into a master system that covered all of that and made it made it very practical and made it very efficient for street fighting. And that's Jeet Kune Do or JKD. And uh, which is probably uh, the ultimate form of Kung Fu that is known to man uh, to this day, and uh, it is a very excellent martial arts system. I am following the same approach as Bruce Lee, except with psychology. I consume all the psychology material out there, and then I utilize what's ideal, uh, you know, for for the approach that I'm taking, and as well as developing the science as we know it, and then taking all of that information and creating a more complete master system that has a lot more to offer in practicality so that anyone can use it, and it simplifies it for everyone so that everyone can have the benefits of optimizing every single human interaction in their life, basically. And that's kind of the, uh, the approach that I'm taking. And that's, and that's anything from Barron's, Montgomery, Kiersey, Plato, Hippocrates, Pythagoras, Socrates, uh, all the way down to um, you know where we are today. As well as socionics, there's no limitation. Uh, There's some things about socionics I like, and there's some bad things about socionics that I don't like. I'm only taking the things that I believe are true or relevant or necessary or practical and leaving out all the rest because I maintain that some of it could potentially be garbage. I mean, like, look at Dr. Linda Barron. She's fantastic, but I only think she has things well enough to offer in terms of how to type people, but not necessarily much beyond that. Um, I wouldn't talk to her about cognitive functions. I talked to Dr. John Beebe about that instead. Uh, He has a more cognitive function approach, a better definitional approach. I I like his approach better. Whereas Dr. John Beebe can't really type anyone to save his life. I actually go to Dr. Linda Barron's for that. So we're just taking the relevant pieces and putting it together in a better system. And that's kind of like the Bruce Lee approach, right? So that's kind of how I've been doing it. Um, no, I, I don't agree with you, Peter Wiggett, in terms of Bruce Lee. I, I don't see that at all. Just watch his lectures. He's very informative. He's very S-I-N-E. It's all about what is possible. It's not about, like, you know, you don't see ISTPs walk around being, like, philosophers in the way that he is. It's very expert intuition. Be Like Water is a very... NE approach. It's all about expert intuition. If anything, I would argue if he's not an ENTP, then he's definitely an ISFJ. He's one of those two types. He's definitely SFJ, NTP, Quadra. He is a crusader. So that's that's that. So at a minimum, he's a crusader. He's just, which of the crusaders is he? I could, I'm willing to take it to that argument for sure. So one of the two. So, all right. So uh, another question we have... Uh, uh, Kane Caldell say, "Hey CS, what are the best methods to help an ENFP stay charitable and avoid depravity? Anything to look out for to keep uh, in mind? Uh, yeah, actually there is. So um, ENFPs and charity, just remember, uh, it really comes down to gratitude. and I think gratitude is the key to the ENFP virtue of charity. The ENFP literally has to keep track of every good thing anyone has ever done for them and then show appreciation to that person for helping them. This could be akin to like calling someone 10 years later and being like, yo, you gave me that car and that car really helped me out. Thank you for giving me that car. It's actually showing gratitude. And that's what charity in terms of ENFPs is all about. The problem is, is that I really have a hard time with ENFPs because I don't meet very many ENFPs that are grateful. And I think that's the number one reason why ESTPs uh, get so triggered by their superego, which is the ENFPs, because of how ungrateful ENFPs actually are, uh, by and large, statistically. And they can become very selfish people, all about their self-aggrandizement, all about their achievements, my titles, my status. And they put that over other people. It's why they always gotta be wearing name brand stuff all the time. Uh, and everything has to be so expensive because they draw their self-worth based on you know the brand because the enFP themselves wants to become the biggest brand. And I get I, the best example of an ENFP who is braved in popular culture would be Tom Haverford in Parks and Recreation. I've been spending a lot of time watching that and I'm like, yep, that guy is definitely an ENFP and it's funny watching his interaction with, ESFJ Leslie Nope or uh, ENTP April Ludgate or ISFP uh, Andy uh, Dwyer or uh, INTJ uh, Ron Swanson and just kind of going from there. It's it's a uh, it's really interesting watching the interaction entirely. Uh, but yeah, the preyed F P The thing is is that Tom Haverford has forgotten how to be charitable because he just isn't really very grateful to people. And that's really where the source of charity comes from is really gratitude. Now, there's a difference between charity and generosity. So charity is a a habit, it's consistent, and it has a high frequency of giving to others and being very giving. It's all about very high frequency. It may be giving a little, but it's giving often, right? Whereas generosity is like giving a lot, uh, uh, like a lot, but it's, uh, it's more like, you know, giving just a, um, probably from the standpoint of, uh, um, you know, hey, I give a bunch, you know, up front, you know, as, from a generous end, but they don't do it very often, right? It's kind of more like, oh, I did this concrete good deed to prove to my FI inferior that I'm not a bad person. Whereas with the ENFP, it's more of a reputation. If they have that high frequency of charity, it also increases their status, and it increases their uh, reputation because if they give to so many people, instead of giving to that one person, giving one person a lot, which is more of the TE hero way of giving, the TE child way of giving is you give to a bunch of people and then all of a sudden you have the reputation of being a giver, of being charitable, etc. cetera. And this is why it was really important to the Prophet Muhammad Uh, when he's talking within the five pillars of faith of Islamic lore, uh, according to the Quran and potentially Hadith, because uh, he's making the argument for charity. And that's because I maintain the Prophet Muhammad was himself an ENFP. Uh, And, uh, you know, you you can see that, you know, throughout, especially since, like, the Islamic belief system is very rule-based. It's very affiliative. It's very authoritarian. It's all about if you follow XYZ rule, you get XYZ reward, etc., which is very, you know, coin operated. Uh, I guess we'll say, you know, from a STJ NFP uh, Delta Quadra point of view, and you know, and again, it's all from basically the central virtue of charity. And it's because the Prophet Muhammad maintained this huge reputation of being charitable because he was expressing gratitude for those people in his life and people who were following him, for example, to be able, to, you know, to go in that direction. Now. I know a lot of people are probably triggered with me saying that right now. The thing is, is that, yeah, I get it. I use a lot of Christian uh, examples, you know, so why can't I use Islamic examples as well? I can do whatever I want, right? So it's not about like, ooh, you know, you should go believe this belief system or that belief system. I get that I'm a crusader type, but I'm not gonna be crusading for any of these particular belief systems, et cetera. That's just not what I'm about, not what do I care about either, right? So let's just, let's just realize what we're dealing with here. So, um, okay. Uh, Let's see, next question is, uh, okay, Uh, Aurora Dormida, how do children choose what quadra to be their ego when quadra shifting? Is it just which best suits the new situation or is there some limitations like your superego can't immediately become your new ego? Uh, So in terms of quadra shifting, uh, season 17 is actually discussing quadra shifting a little bit more in detail and we're gonna be providing an opposing theory uh, to quadra shifting. And this is where myself and my INFJ mentor actually starkly disagrees about child development. And I'm going to be leaving it up to the audience to make their own mind on this theory, but I'll be presenting more about this later. So I'm sorry, Aurora, Dormita, I will not be able to answer that question today, but after the Quadras discussion in season 17, which we're having right now regarding Socionics, we'll be getting the child development immediately. Because if you notice how season 17 is structured, we're starting off with like basically God and then the four sides of the mind and then the quadras on top of that, how the four sides of the mind are, are organized by quadras. And then all of a sudden we have the birth of the child and we actually look at how a child develops over time, ultimately into their ego and then the, their path to enlightenment from there, which is actually in season 19. So that's how season 17 is structured uh, and we're gonna get through all that. And then we're actually do heavily look at child development as well as parenting from there. So. Thank you for your question, Aurora Dormita. I really appreciate that. Uh, LastPass asks, what is the equivalent of books for FE users? Uh, It's definitely volunteering or helping others. Uh, That's basically uh, T users need to read, FE users need to help. If a a, uh, TI hero like an INTP wants to become the smartest person on the planet, on planet Earth, the most intelligent person that walks the Earth with their TI hero, and they need to be committed to helping people and not going to school. I don't know how many times I've literally told INTPs to drop out of college and not care anymore because they didn't care to begin with, and then just find somebody that they can help. And then once they are helping that person, they gain all the skills and end up gaining mastery. That book Mastery by Robert Greene can really only be achieved for TI Hero when FE Inferior is actually going out of their way to help other people. Because as a result of helping people, that's how the INTP is motivated to become as uh, intelligent as they and reach their highest level intelligence through TI Hero, for example. So the equivalent of books for FE users is helping others um so okay alex dsp asks how do a cognitive transition when uh, they smoke cigarettes or to which side of the mind do people cognitive transition i don't know i i don't know enough about cigarettes to really say and i'm probably gonna say no but again i have no idea nor should i be answering that question because i have no clue i don't know enough about nicotine I don't know enough about (coughs) cigarettes to make any particular judgment. I could offer a theory, and I would say no, and that's my theory. Uh, Otherwise, I I have no idea. So, uh, move on to the uh, next question. Um, Okay, so let's see here. Um, Okay. So. So I'm assuming I'm an INTP with TI Hero. I should just drop out of college. Yeah, if you want to. I mean, which t- show me an INTP that actually wants to be in college. It's extremely rare. Or, or they're usually just in college because someone is making them go to college or they're trying to make somebody happy. It's not because of something critic themselves wants to do, especially with INTPs being pragmatic. Do you think they're really going to flourish in an affiliative environment? Think about that. Like. I'm not just saying this like being some raving lunatic here on the internet. There's actually methods to the madness here, okay? So. Okay, CS Joseph doesn't need to admit he is wrong on Trump. We've debunked it already. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I guess Trump is not an ENTJ. I mean, we can do another video and look at it again. I probably will since the election is starting to heat up. So why not? We can always verify, you know? so. Yeah, he's not an ESTP. I'm married to an ESTP. No, he's not an ESTP. That's hilarious. Okay, uh, is is the uh, Socionics people saying that uh, he's an ESTP? That'd be really weird. Um, okay. All right, Daniel Kiryuki asks, Hey Chase, since you mentioned SE users mirror SI users, how does any users mirror NI users? It's it's mimic, and I actually discussed this in the last uh, question and answer session going into depth about mimicry i highly recommend you check that out uh, daniel because i've already answered that question Uh, red Adventurer asks what are good career choices for an isfj Uh, isfjs uh, they're really good at being lifeguards uh, uh, firemen uh, fire and rescue Uh, they're also very good soldiers uh, especially in the military i recommend military service they're also very good spies extremely good scouts uh, also very good uh, at being a spotter uh, for snipers, etc. Um, they can also be really good lawyers. Um, very intellectual if they continue you know, on their intellectual pursuits. They're amazing interior decorators as well. Uh, very good cooks. Uh, very good uh, pastors as well. Any type of religious or spiritual uh, orientations as well. ISFJs are very capable uh, in those arenas as well. So. Okay, Okay. cool. Shane Wilson asks, how have you disproved the elements you are not using from Socionics? I haven't disproved anything and I'm only like, I haven't consumed everything that Socionics has to offer. Like, let's be straight. I'm actually reading up about uh a lot of different dichotomies within the socionics system right now uh but uh yeah i mean i'm not here to disprove anything per se Uh, just like bruce lee's not here to disprove any of the other martial arts right it's an art you know what i'm saying so i'm just gonna go make my art over here you know like i don't have to like disprove socionics i'm not here to disprove socionics either uh, if anything, I'm here to disprove the MPI, MBTI test as something is credible because it's not, but I'm not here to disprove socionics. I actually uh, respect socionics the most out of everything that's out there. So let's, um, let's be straight about that. So, okay. Uh, okay. And... Yeah, you guys don't have to use Forsyth's theory. You don't have to care about that. I mean, he who has an ear, let him hear. I'm not here to, like, sound credible either. I could care less about my credibility or my status or my reputation. I don't care. If you guys want to use it, you can use it. That's fine. You don't have to use my system. You don't have to have anything to do with it. You can go on in your merry way and be all Socionics, folks. But the fact of the matter is I find it really interesting that... So many Socionics supporters out of nowhere are accusing me and getting all up in arms because I did a video about Socionics today, which dropped earlier today. And you know what's funny? I don't watch very much Socionics content at all, but for some reason, the Socionics people are watching my content. Wait a minute. Does that mean I'm more credible? Hmm, I wonder. Come on guys, let's not be hypocrites. Seriously, let's not be hypocrites. Next question zai asks how could someone feel or tell if they have cognitively transitioned in their subconscious do the same triggers exist for most people or are they based on quadra or type um it basically is is that they're able to they're, they're able to do behaviors that they would not typically do they it's kind of like an opposite side you can actually hear your subconscious talking to you in your head sometimes and it's like okay hey who knows c.s joseph is saying that there's voices in his head he's really crazy i mean come on like next headline on the next tabloid right but uh Think about it. This is why people say, you know, hey, a side of me agrees with you, but the other side of me is like, no, that can't be true, and they, and then people end up having conflicting thoughts about certain things. And this is like the state of mind where people say, hey, yo, I'm conflicted about this or that, etc. It's the same concept. Let's be honest. It, it really is the same concept. So uh, it's basically, you know, you're you're having additional behaviors or skills that you would not typically do, but it's, it's sometimes that it, you do it as a result of being afraid. Or sometimes you do it as, as being like a better version of yourself when you know you're being aspirational, right? And that's kind of more of a the like the the subconscious, you know, coming out. It's really uh, overcoming your greatest fears. If you're doing things that you would not typically do before because you were afraid previously, that's a form of you using your subconscious. All right. So Margot asks, "Hi Chase, how can someone calm down their ni hero?" Its power feels like a wind too strong to withstand, and it erodes the very sanity I'm clutching to. Any way to satisfy it with hunting down house spiders instead of dragons? Uh, Yes, there is. And it's basically have relationships or friendships with SI users and gauge how, you know, you behave around them such that you're not taking them out of their comfort zone. It could utilize their comfort zone or utilize them as a totem for which you could, you know, generate your behavior. So if you look at an N.I. hero, they have S.I. demon, which means they are very prone to uh, negative health uh, ailments in their life, uh, more so than anyone else. And the reason why is, quite frankly, is because they lack self-discipline entirely. I don't know how many times I've heard INJs just decide to like not sleep. They can't sleep, which means the circadian rhythm goes down, which means their blood brain barrier is open, which means their gut floor is getting into their brain, which is giving them uh, conditions like multiple sclerosis, lupus, um, um, Devix syndrome, uh, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, you know, like tons of autoimmune diseases, uh, which SI demons typically get. And it's because they just don't sleep. And they don't sleep because they lack self-discipline entirely. However, uh, S.E. inferiors do, uh, uh, I didn't mean S.I. inferior, I meant S.I. demons, but S.E. inferiors or S.I. demons can sleep and have a body clock and have that discipline if they're sleeping with an S.I. user because that S.I. user would prefer their lover to go to bed with them at the same time. You see what I'm saying? And then the, uh, the, the INJ at that point is like, okay, yeah, Uh, I wanna give them a good experience because I'm afraid of not giving this person a good experience so I'm definitely gonna go to bed with them and then all of a sudden they have a healthy sleep schedule, right? So utilize other SI users in your life to behave with self-discipline and not let your NI hero get out of control. And don't forget the final fruit of the spirit according to the Bible, uh, which is self-control. So it's very important that you utilize or come up with a way or a system or methodology to have self-control, so all right uh let's see uh mj or mglkr asks how to develop intj subconscious and unconscious recommendations on what to watch or do to develop the esfp subconscious sense of humor uh this is gonna sound weird but like listen to rush limbaugh or billy ray valentine or various other intj radio hosts Uh, they're everywhere Uh, you could listen to jab actually uh, a former host here on csj as well with what he what he does with his work Um, but basically just be uh, just be that person who breaks the ice you got to see yourself this INTJ as someone who does a a slight mock to break the ice and study the science of breaking the ice or the or the or the sociology behind breaking the ice and get all those books where you can learn how to break break the ice this is going to sound weird but I have noticed that a lot of pickup artist books out there actually enable a lot of, uh, you know, INTJs to be able to break the ice with people, not just from a pickup artist standpoint. I'm not saying be a pickup artist. I am saying utilize those techniques to help you break the ice with people and have better relationships, and that'll help you develop your ESFP subconscious. That's what I'm saying, just from a social standpoint. Uh, check out RSD Motivation, uh, where we got RSD Tyler, AKA o- Owen Cook, and uh, and some of the other people. That's another good resource to utilize to help develop ESFP subconscious. Um, Singularity asks, can music make a person to have a cognitive transition for a moment? Uh, yeah, it definitely can. It could be emotionally powerful or, or it could definitely uh, have an effect on your inferior function that, or your nemesis function uh, that could remind you, it could be a totem of some kind. It might be a song that represented you in your relationship uh, with uh, your your lover, etc. Who knows? But it could definitely cause cognitive transition for a moment. Absolutely, it can. So, let's see here. Okay. Trying. Let's see here. Wow, the uh, YouTube chat seems to be on fire tonight. <laughs> so many questions. Uh what is the uh, best way to motivate an ISFP? Daniel Karayuki again. Uh so All right, so Let's see. Yeah, let's like let's not spam the live stream, please. It's very disrespectful. Like seriously stop doing that. Um okay. Uh what we're seeing as how many books do you read per month on Jungianism and typology? Uh maybe like for a while it was probably two or three a month, but now it's probably like one a month or 0.5 a month at this point. But uh I haven't had a lot of time recently, so I'm gonna be reading a lot more books anyway. And uh, I was gonna answer another question earlier, but I forgot what it was and the chat just keeps moving. So I'm gonna go back to Discord, et cetera. Um, uh, I have not read The Prosperous Crouch* by Rich Litvin at all. Uh, No, so, okay, let's see. Okay, so uh, Basic Betty asked, you mentioned during a recent Q&A video that you would be releasing a manual certs. Okay, I already answered that question because she asked that earlier. Um, uh, uh, Redacted asks, uh, CS, nice uh, typing analysis on Bill Gates. I actually saw a documentary on he and Melinda Gates last night. Appearance alone, Melinda screams ENTJ. I was surprised to see a lot of people thought Bill was an ENTJ, so your conclusion is INTP definitely made a lot of sense. And that was my initial thought after saying Melinda. I actually haven't had the opportunity to look at Melinda Gates, but I mean, sure, if they got a golden pair, more power to them. Um, uh, but uh, definitely, as after we typed uh, Bill Gates, definitely uh, an INTP. And he definitely has developed his ENTJ shadow over time. I would suggest that he is an ENTJ-focused uh, INTP for sure. Not so much ESFJ focus, and I think he's using the latter half of his life to really explore his ESFJ subconscious, and which you know was as exemplified through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, etc. so I, I, I would I would say that that is the case, and he's hardcore loyal uh, to his wife with his uh, SI child, so fair enough. Um, so, can you say more about subconscious learning? Do NI heroes uh, have it easier when gaining knowledge and skills uh, than the others? How to develop that? Yes. The answer is yes. NI heroes have the ability to find any path forward with what they're doing and where they're going. Right? And NI heroes are, are absolutely you know, necessary uh, to that end. Uh, so the reason why is, is because they're SE inferior, you know, they can see what other people are doing or what has been done and then they know what they want to do. But that's just the magic of introvert intuition hero. They can literally get plot any course and get through any obstacle. And that includes learning a skill. So that's how they apply it. So again, the more they use the skill, the more they gain mastery on it and they can just gain mastery of that skill faster than anyone else. The difference is, is if they stop using that skill, they lose that skill. So you have to use it or lose it basically. Um, And otherwise, it's just... It's just practice makes perfect. Uh, Parzi asks, uh, Have you noticed when people uh, roleplay online, like in uh, Dungeons & Dragons or any other game, they play as their subconscious type? Even before discovering typology, I've noticed I've played ESTJ characters like drill instructors, and my INFJ always goes for the beefy ESTP-looking active-aggressive characters. Sure, maybe. I... I, that's very plausible. I can't say for sure, Parzy, but uh, I I would say yeah. I mean, I, I did play a, a Star Wars version of Dungeons and Dragons at one point in time. It's the only time I ever played D&D in my life. And uh, I guess I did create an ISFJ related character to that end, I, I think I did. But when I played like um, MMORPGs, like uh, like World of Warcraft and the like, I definitely went full on Rogue, ENTP mode, um, and then, uh, and then I did like Warlock, something even darker than that. And then, I, and then I went Warrior for a little bit. Uh, it was just kind of more ISFJS. And then I settled on Death Knight for like the longest time until they nerfed them into the ground uh, in Warlords of Draenor. They're basically unplayable in my opinion, uh, and still unplayable uh, to this day. Uh, you know, I they took away all those mobility options i like the fact that they're very fast on their feet and and very quick but uh apparently they decided to make death knights the slowest class of all and uh not interested because you know guess what i'm a movement type right so back to rogue it is for me but i haven't played world of warcraft in years and i don't suspect i'll ever play again uh so let's see here any else am i missing there nope Nope, so Okay, so I am opening Okay uh, Zaya asks, how can I stay in my subconscious longer so I can develop it during that period of time you can stay in it longer uh, if again, you're just Practice makes perfect, right? It, it, in terms of, uh, it's just not being afraid. If you are afraid of something, then you know that you need to do that thing because then at that point, you'll actually develop your subconscious faster. And, and, I, and I tell this like to NI inferiors and SI inferiors all the time. To NI inferiors, I tell them like, hey, if um, you know, any choice is a good choice, if you don't know what choice to make, make a choice so that if you get a bad reaction, you can use your SE hero to tactically uh, solve the problem or get out of the way and which, which is fine. They have to recognize that they do have the power to make incorrect choices, but SE heroes, for example, can get out of those bad choices super quick. Whereas a um, uh, SI inferior, I tell them, hey, if you're afraid of doing something, that means you have to do it, right? And that's what helps them develop their subconscious as an example, so. Okay, cool. Uh, Alex DSP asks, on one of the live streams he talked about a rumor that Socionics did torture experiments on people that they were able to extract a maximum of 12 different types out of one person. No, that is not true, I didn't say that. I said the KGB did. At least that's what my mentors told me. My, my mentors told me that the KGB tortured people uh, uh, to extract you know, different personalities from them. They were able to get about 12 different types you know based on the torture. Um, and to answer, and Alex continues asking, what if we have not four sides of the mind, but 16? Each uh, corresponded to all the possible archetypes, being all of the types uh, somehow connected to each other. I would imagine it is possible that all of human cognition is latent within each human soul. It's just it's more of like a yin and yang equilibrium based on primary versus secondary as a result. Uh, I know this is really crazy theory, but I'd like to know more about your thoughts on this. Honestly, Alex DSP, I would recommend looking at um, season uh, 17 episodes one through five uh, for that, especially episode one, so cool, or two. Uh, Okay, Crocodile says, you said that helping other people expert feeling makes you more intelligent, T.I. Is that because they are in acts with each other? Yes. How did the function that orbit each other affect one another? It's more of uh, when your mind in your ego is using a cognitive function or a cognitive axis to solve a problem or to gather some information. And if it's not able to get the answer or if it's not able to make the decision or solve the problem, uh, those cognitive axes or those functions in those axes will activate their orbit and actually go into their shadow or their unconscious side of their mind and utilize those tools instead to try to solve the problem. If that doesn't work, then it might go to the subconscious at that standpoint or then if all of else fails, it might go to the superego. This is why it's important for human beings to have relationships with other people who have different aspects of cognition. This is kind of like how people are like, hey, you know, I need multiple sets of eyes to look at this issue so that we can fix it, right? It's because this is one person recognizing that at that moment, they do not have all of the available cognition within their minds to be able to solve X, Y, Z problem because that problem could be extremely complex, but you add more human beings, different perspectives, different beliefs, different ways of thinking, different perceptions, different decision-making, then collectively that they would actually be able to solve the problem. And this is where you get the verse from Genesis chapter 11, verse six, which says, if as one people who speak the same language are united uh, to do this one thing, uh, then nothing that they do will be impossible for them, right? Because they are all able to communicate with each other and they are all able to unite under one flag to handle and solve this one issue. And then it will be solved for them. It will not be impossible which just goes to show that the power of humanity is actually really powerful, such that if humanity united, uh, we could actually become immortal if we wanted to. And that would be a very scary concept, but guess what, it's a fact. So uh, thank you for your question, Mr. Uh, Crocodile. I appreciate it. So, okay, moving on to the next question. Uh, Do you agree that the villain is contra-sexual to a person? Uh, You're probably gonna wanna look at the subconscious lecture in season 17 for my position on that last pass. Okay. Okay, Uh, so Parsey asks, does the parent function lose, uh, in quotes, UNF, when you switch to your subconscious? Does it become optimistic also? Yes, it does. It does become optimistic also. Let's see here. Okay, so Cookie asks, can you please give an advice for an INTJ on how to manage time spent with friends versus achieving personal goals? In particular, how would I know what relationships are worth preserving? I don't know if I should always put my plans and wants above everything else and throw everyone into the fire pit. I feel like they will be more productive and successful alone, but at the same time, I don't wanna be that guy who sacrifices everything and everyone just to get what he desires. Every time I allocate an amount of minutes, and hours to talk to my friends, when that time runs out and I just have to leave, they feel as if I always need to beg me to spend time with them. Well, honestly, if you're an INTJ, just do whatever you want, seriously. Uh, you know, People is a skill that you need to master as well with your SE inferior, so master them. But the thing is, is that spend your time based on who's actually loyal to you versus who's actually not. So do some loyalty checks. Find out if these people are actually loyal to you. Find out that if you are gaining uh, you know, uh, as much as you're putting into it. Remember, actions are either cursed or they're blessed. An action that is blessed is that you're getting more back than what you put in. That's a blessing. A curse is you're getting less back than what you put in, right? Now, an interest based person doesn't have this problem because an interest based person is always trying to create the win win, right? The thing is, is that you're systematic like me. We try to do the best way of doing things. And sometimes the best way of doing things means they win and we ourselves lose. You gotta understand that that's not actually okay. Use your ESFP subconscious, which is interest-based to realize that, hey, this person might be getting a little bit more out of the situation than you are. And if that's the case, guess what? You can automatically feel like you're being manipulated because you're taking a less, you're taking a loss, you're taking the L basically for this other person. Do not allow that to happen, right? So it's something that you need to understand with people as an INTJ to make sure that that's not the case. So go through your friends and find out which ones are benefiting from you more so than you benefiting from them. Cut those people out and keep the people where there is mutual benefit and then beyond, and and then amongst those people, really spend the most of of your time with the people from those people who are actually loyal to you and there you'll have your answer cookie. And that's what I would recommend. Awesome. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, Theol asks, uh, I don't know if I missed the answer during Q&A. Been a bit of space cadet the last few days. Does it matter to not have an internalized uh, inner voice if you approach decisions and get to the same answers in a logical manner? Ever had trouble fighting the inner voice over long periods of time? Uh I don't know if having the inner voice is absolutely necessary. I mean, it happens, but I mean, do I have to have inner voice? I kind of don't know what you're saying, sir. So forgive me for not really understanding the context of what you're asking. So uh, I guess I'm gonna say, I don't know until I know more. Um, so I'm gonna delete that. Uh, okay. And uh gonna be checking. Uh, let's see here. Cool. All right, awesome. Uh, Okay, so let's see here. Okay, uh, loose leaf87 asks Do SI users usually remember specific dates? Is that more of an SE attaching it to something at all? It's actually, SI users do uh, remember specific dates, times, months, or uh, years. So it's very typical of SI users. It's very rare to actually have that amongst S users unless they take notes. And which case, S users who take notes, especially ENFJs and ENTJs, they're, they're, they're amazingly well at it. And you remember, your trickster function can turn into a master function one day. And then like if you're SI trickster, you end up gaining total mastery over long-term memory as you develop into that master function when you start uh, integrating your superego into the rest of your mind in an angelic form instead of a demonic form. So. Something for you to consider in that regard. But yes, it's typically an SI user trait. So uh, let's see here. Okay. Let's see what's next. Uh, Main differences between ENTJ and INTJ. Andrew, uh, that lecture exists here on this YouTube channel. I can only recommend that you watch that lecture to answer that question. So, okay, next questions. Um, Death Angel asks, any thoughts on what an INTJ, INTP business partnership would be like? Can you think of an example? Uh, I can't think of a specific example. Uh, but uh, it, would, it would be pretty good as long as the INTJ is showing uh, appreciation for the INTP at all times, but the INTJ is also not allowing the INTP to get stuck in their comfort zone either and saying that they don't feel good about what the INTP is actually doing. So there has to be some good back and forth. It is definitely something I would recommend uh, from a business partnership because they would actually be very capable. Uh, so yeah, definitely go for it. Uh, but just understand that If you're not taking care of each other's inferior functions, then you guys are not gonna really be in a situation uh, to have a really good business partnership. So the INTJ needs credit, but the INTB needs recognition. So keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, That's more of a statement, not a question. And that's also a statement and not a question. Let's delete some of these. So, what aspects of your system are your own inventions? Uh, Basically, the four sides, the mind itself as a model. Uh, Cognitive axis, although I'm not entirely sure if that pre-existed me. Um, Cognitive focus, I'm not sure if that pre-existed me. I haven't seen other sources for it, but maybe those sources exist. I'm not sure. Um, And then uh, there's plenty of other things as well, but that will all be revealed in the book that's about to release uh, for sure. I do not claim any credit over Linda Barron's work with Interaction Styles or uh, claim Kiersey's work or Montgomery's work for temperaments even though Linda Barrens talks temperaments herself but then again temperaments is not really any of their work either because that goes all the way back to Plato you know so um, there's plenty of mine of my system or four sides theory that is not mine uh, and there is some of it that is so that's and that's kind of all explained in the book etc so Uh, No, it was not my mentor's idea. My mentor took it to about three sides of the mind. And then uh, the fourth side was kind of like, is this a thing? Is it not? We're not really sure. And then I just developed it from there. So, uh, Parsi asks, has any INFP really been far even as decided to use even go want to do look more like with E parent? Uh, I don't even know what you're asking, Parsi. I have no clue, so I'm gonna move on. Okay. Um. Death Angel says, could you please verify that you have indeed typed Charles Manson and maybe direct us to that video? It is, it was done, but it was done in a Patreon private video at Death Angel. So that's where that is. Okay. Cyperius asks, if you create any new kind of new personality type, what would it be? And what would you name it? Strengths and weaknesses. I mean, that gets into sentient artificial intelligence. And honestly, I have no idea. I also don't want to play God either, so not really interested in that from that standpoint either. So, yeah. Not really uh, being so example. Okay, so. um, Okay, so let's see here. Going back in here. I haven't forgotten anyone. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, so LastPass asks, can you overcome your inferior fear while isolated from people if it is an extroverted function? I think I just did possibly through first healing and freeing my inner child function from an overbearing parent. Kind of. The thing is as though is that you have to have other people around, I mean, usually to get that external feedback. Because remember, in cognitive functions, you have input, process, output, feedback. As long as your inferior function, whichever it is, is it a decision-making function, is it a perception function, there's still a fear there. Is your, um, like for example, if you have FE inferior, that's social anxiety, so you'd kind of need to be around people in order to solve that problem, wouldn't you? or extroverted sensing because an extra function you kind of need to be, you know, be able to perform and show off to other people and kind of get their feedback or their responses or their experience basically to what you're showing them with extroverted sensing, right? If that's the case, well, then that would be an issue, right? So I, I would say that the answer to your question is yes, but within certain parameters. So, okay. I'm gonna do a little bit of uh, Patreon Q and A, um, but I'm gonna be saving the rest of it for uh, the uh, saving the rest of it for the uh, Patreon live stream we have coming up. Um, Mickey the Meow says, "How does one type their cat?" Uh, quite frankly, you just kind of got to know your cat and your cat's personality and apply the type grid. Uh, we actually have two neighbor cats. One's an INTP and one is an ESTJ. We have no idea what their names are, so we just named them ourselves. So we named the INTP D'Artagnan and the uh, ESTJ cat is known as Kevin uh, because he's very milk toast for a black cat. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely love uh, D'Artagnan and Kevin and they're very fun to hang out with and uh, I actually shot some videos of them, um, uh, et cetera. So, um, uh, one sec. Uh texting my wife real quick here. Um, Let's see. Actually, let me double check the uh, stream time. Um, Let's see. Okay. Cool. Okay, so... Uh... Anyone going to have some good questions here? Let's see. Scrolling up. So Leaf 87 asks, what are some examples of being systematic in everyday life? Well, uh, a good example of that would be, and this is taken from the YouTube chat guys. Uh, a good example of that is, uh, you have to have a system for everything. You have to have some kind of routine or habit uh, for everything. If you don't, if you're not following a system, or if you're not identifying or researching the best way to do something, you're not systematic. Interest people just don't really care. They're just going to do what works for them, or they're going to see what creates a win-win, and then they're good with it. Otherwise, being devoted to doing the best way of doing something does not necessarily mean you know they they just don't care about that. So for me, like I always you know, go out of my way to measure my food, make sure I have the ideal lifting system, uh, measurement of my food system, which foods to eat ideally as well, and I create a system around it. And if I don't, I don't even start to do any of those things until after I have researched the system and put in the time and effort to design that system and to make that happen. So that's kind of what it's like to live as a systematic person, et cetera. Um, so yeah. I have no idea what type Bob Dylan is, Mr. Stephen Murphy. Uh, how does an unconscious focused INTP look like? Uh, Maria Novikov is asking. I would imagine probably someone who's very entrepreneurial. I knew one at one point in time. Uh, they're also willing to take charge of their teams, but it can be very draining for them, and they need even additional time to just, uh, you know, extrovert or introvert, basically, and kind of get away from that situation. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's kind of what a, an idea of what they look like. Uh, Leslie A.K. Katio asks C.S.J., Do you think that with neuroscience we can prove scientifically that typology is a real science, like by a founding pattern or something and type calling functions? Absolutely, I do. Uh, I I am a very big fan of Dario Nardi's work. I just think that his inputs are actually incorrect, but I think his process is right on. And if we just provide uh, his uh, experiments, recreate his experiments with the proper inputs to make sure that we get the ideal output, then we can get some really good feedback going on to really understand that. But I also maintain that we could prove the existence of the science through data science, uh, and we don't necessarily have to use neuroscience. We could use data science to do it just fine. So, so yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Um, all right. Let's see. Next question. Okay, Kassawari asks, do you think that in average certain types do better than others in leadership positions? I do think so. I mean, structure types are pretty good as leaders, uh, but it depends on what kind of leadership position I talk about. When I talk about political positions, if it's political, then STJ, NFP Quadra, a.k.a. Delta Quadra, is actually more uh, appropriate for, for political positions or positions of office, etc. So it really depends on the kind of leadership that you're talking about. And it's pretty situational. I would say ultimately any type could be a really good leader, but uh, it depends on the situation. If you were to tell me, okay, well, would these people be great leaders in this situation? That I would say, yeah, look at that one, etc. For sure, you know, we can definitely look at that as well. Uh, Kat Tadio or Kat Teisho, uh says, if any can be used to see futures of people outside of yourself, but also yourself, can't and I be used to not only see futures of inside yourself but also outside? any being broad naturally working outside of any and I being focused naturally working on one future at a time absolutely it can it's just remember it's very skewed and has less awareness that's all so yeah you everyone you know an intuitive person or any person has both cognitive functions just which one is more primary and which one is more secondary depending on ego or shadow for sure so the answer to that question is yes Okay, so Lurk asks, we're in the thought bubble for some flash philosophy. In our hypothetical environment, someone can recite any, everything from your videos with complete accuracy and explain in also accurate way what everything means, but does, that, but does not actually use this in their daily life in order to develop themselves and the people around them, assuming that they agree with the theory. Do they really know it? I mean, that's kind of like asking if a tree falls in the wood, whether or not, and no one's there to hear the sound, did it actually make a sound, right? So... Uh, I would, I would say it's possible that they could really know it. I mean, you could look at a biblical example. I mean, you know, uh, you know, even the demons shudder in, and they know the word of God. But you know, like even the, the demons shudder, you can know something about it. I mean, it's like someone like reading the forty-eight laws of power, but never seeking power themselves. I mean, that happens all the time. So why does it have to, you know, equate to one way or another exactly? It just, it just doesn't need that per se. So. Domestay asks, why is stupid zoming so commonly associated with NT types? Is it more common in STJs sometimes? I mean, yeah, I mean, STJs can be like, well, you know, you're not citing your sources, so why do I have to listen to you? And so they just stop listening to it, and they can have their heads in the sand uh, and then choose to be ignorant as a result. It's like, okay, hey, if I'm an STJ and I've never heard this before, then that can't be real or that can't be true, which is because for some reason over time, STJs have this point of view of like, you know, if it's not an original idea, it can't be a real idea because they don't care about original ideas that much. Right. So it's kind of like this normalcy bias that STJs have and it's just something that, you know, they, they compete with. Uh, stupid zoning is actually kind of more of a TI hero thing with TE crit or TE uh, nemesis or villain and that is more of like um, let's say an INTP or an ISTP thing etc so I'll complete that question okay. okay hybrid philosophy asks have, have there a- been known to any lingering effects of two friends with shared sense of expert intuition one being an empath and he is a narcissist for 20 years um okay uh i don't know uh if i was an estj until this year i accessed my infp subconscious and he is an entp things quickly fell apart when i hit midlife well, that's true. I mean, sometimes when you hit midlife crisis, uh, people in your life are not interested in going on that subconscious journey with you, or they've already reached it, or and they would prefer you to be in that position that you were that entire time, or you're kind of going beyond that and exploring yourself uh, you know, at that point in time, and you're going outside of the norm of what they're usually used to. And this is when people can sometimes abandon you in midlife. It also happens at quarter life as well. So that's very normal. Except in quarter life, it's usually your own families or your church, etc. Whereas in midlife, it's actually more so your friends and maybe some additional family that you've created within the family that you made for yourself, right? Uh, so that's what I would uh, maintain is uh, the answer to your question, Mr. Hybrid Philosophy. So, um, okay uh okay consort asks can you tell the difference uh being stuck in your subconscious or from just accessing it regularly it's not necessarily being stuck in your subconscious as much as you being subconscious focused meaning that you kind of like have a like a a mental sway in that direction you kind of prefer to use your subconscious over preferring to use your unconscious when you're not using the tools of your ego etc and that's kind of how i would explain that um and uh, most people could just access it regularly. So remember, like, think of your brain as, or your mind, or your soul as like four plots of farmland basically, and all the trenches are dug for planting and whatnot. And then your soul is basically a bunch of water that is put on this farmland. And uh, you have all your gates closed uh, to the other three sides, the other three plots of this farmland. So all the water is sitting there, in, uh, you know, on that one uh, number one side, and that's your ego. And the water's very deep. And then you open up the other gates, and the water level goes down, but it fills in the other sides so of the areas, et cetera. That's kind of basically how this works. Although, at one point in time, as you, as you gain in mastery of, of self in your life, all that water can come together in a centralized place, and you actually move that around those four plots of land anytime you need, based on whichever situation uh, arises um, to deal with. And then you can also connect your plots of land with other people's plots of land and have all their waters, you know, move around, et cetera, to interact with your uh, farm and you're interacting with their farm. Yes, it's like literally mental Farmville, you know. And yes, I have a strawberry cow and a chocolate cow. Just saying. So uh, hopefully that, uh, that made sense, uh, Mr. Consort, uh, to answer your question. Last pass asks, do you have a photographic memory? No, no, I don't. I do not. Uh, we have a new super chat from Valentina Bolovsky. Uh, thank you for your super chat. How should you deal with an INTP with underdeveloped subconscious as an ENFP? Is there a way to force them to develop FE without losing them as a friend? Well, you just basically, you go to them and it's like, hey, I don't feel good about what you're doing right now. So why are you doing this, you know? And uh, you make it about them caring about you essentially. And then, and then you could also ask them, ask the INTP for criticism. Maybe the INTP thinks that you're not listening to them. And maybe the INTP has offered you help in the past, but you you've refused to believe them. And it's like, okay, well, then why do I even bother? I'm not going to bother helping you anymore because you refuse to believe me. If that's what's happening, Valentina, you might want to verify that ahead of time. Uh, just be like, yo, hey, uh, did you offer me help in the past and did I not listen to you? Like ask them for, ask them for criticism, ask the INTP to criticize you first. So you know exactly where your position is, uh, with how you should be behaving, you know, as a result. Uh, but then also, uh, and if there, if there is no reason, if there is no criticism and everything's all good, then be like, okay, then why aren't you helping me? Why aren't you helping anybody? Uh, because you really need to like consider being helped because everyone's been helping you. Aren't you being selfish? You just ask them the question and use your FE critic. It's like, are you being selfish? You know, Uh, it's very important. ENFPs can actually do pretty good things for INTPs in that regard, but the ENFP has to first invite criticism in order for that relationship, the INTP to flourish, you know, as a result. So, awesome. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get to another question. Um, Jingleman31 asks, Chase, I see myself as an INFP, but I find it hard to verify. For example, when I read information, it's hard for me to remember. uh, What would an unconscious focused INFP with developed uh, TI look like? So in order for it to have developed TI, that would have to be like a TI master. And that would be like, you know, or no, that's that's like TI T- demon, TI angelic, which means as an INFP, you would have already had to have mastered your ESTJ subconscious as well as your uh, ENFJ uh, un- uh, unconscious uh, already just to even start getting into developing your, your TI. And you can't really develop your TI even if you're unconscious focused. That's not how it works. But basically an INFP would become someone who's like super like into reading all the time and then teaching other people based on what they've read and especially the principles that they've created as a result, that'd be fine. But uh, if you're having a hard time remember things when you read, maybe you're an ENFJ. Have you looked at that? Have you looked at being an INFJ? Have you looked at being an NJ? Have you verified against that? Have you watched the other videos? Or are you spending a lot of time watching Frank James thinking that his description of INFJ is different than the real one? I I, I wonder, because sometimes that can happen. So that would be my uh, um, answer to that. Choco asks, WTF are chocolate or strawberry cows? Uh, That's just an old Facebook game called Farmville. It's a reference to that game. That's all that is. Um, So... Uh, Lish Narrows asks, hey Chase, how should ENFPs go about having relationships that benefit them? Well, by being a benefit to others, be charitable. If you're charitable to other people, NFJs will see how charitable you are and then they will be attracted to you basically. Uh, Do not initiate with other people. It is on the NJs or NFJs specifically to initiate with you. Uh, And you can do this by making yourself as desirable as possible. And you do that through being charitable and being grateful and showing other people gratitude. The more gratitude you show, the more attractive you become to NFJs, essentially. It's that simple. So, all right, cool. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, LB asks, hi, CSJ. You said Kurt Cobain is an INFJ, which I agree with. He also said somewhere, that he bullied someone in high school. Can INFJs be bullies? If so, how do they do it and why? Yes, they do it because their SE inferior uh, likes to eliminate the competition. And uh, what do INFJs compete with? Well, INFJs compete with people who have this point of view where it's like, okay, hey, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I need to be able to have every opportunity to contribute. I need to have every opportunity to be in the spotlight I would like to get recognition for doing this good deeds and if they see other people doing those good deeds or taking attention from them they start to compete with that person and try to get rid of that person so that they can continue to have the opportunity of being the most useful person because an INFJ doesn't like not being the most useful person in the room or being the best or the or, or the greatest person in the room in terms of you know be, uh, of performance uh, the reason why is because they're very insecure and so they want to eliminate that competition so they bully people with their estp subconscious uh, you know as a way of like proving to other people that they're the stronger person and they're the top performer etc and that's why infjs end up becoming bullies especially in school it's from an elimination of competition uh, as a result of insecurity and uh, that's literally how it comes out and it's usually because they're estp subconscious and INFJs who are ESTP focused are often bullies uh, in school. And it usually comes as a result of their parents or their immediate family not really having any interest in their accomplishments or how they perform or giving them any boys whatsoever. Uh, and then that, that's what causes them to take out their TI child. They develop this TI child God complex uh, and utilize that you know for their top performance and use that to like smash other people and if you give in the way of their opportunity to contribute or their con- opportunity to help, they'll just hate you for it and then they'll see you as competition and they'll try to get you removed, essentially. That's something that can happen. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm an INFP dating and ISFP, possible issues we may face in the future. We've been together for about a month. Uh, I guess Brenna Lee, it depends on if he really is an INFP or an ISFP and you're an INFP, it's whoever out-selfishes the other person. And uh, you would both accuse each other of being uh, childish. Uh, not exactly something I would recommend. Oh, and you would compete with each other for status. Uh, you know, And whoever gets more of the spotlight, um, that would kind of be an issue. You kind of see this a little bit played out in that, bo- that in that movie with Bradley Cooper, A Star Is Born, and Lady Gaga. Uh, it's like two te users competing with each other for fame while also being in a relationship, and that's kind of how that would kind of manifest that relationship as a result. Uh, so, all right, cool. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Um what other questions are there? Oh, uh John R R R asks compatibility slash improvement for INFJ and ISFP pay uh female. Okay, so you guys, if this is like uh a compatibility or improvement relationship question, uh those two types, okay, yeah. They can they have really high emotional compatibility, but they have very low sexual compatibility. It's like you're in a room and you' you have two painters and they're trying to paint on each other and then it just gets a huge mess and it's like, well hey, hold still, I'm trying to paint you And it's like, no, 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 you hold still, I'm trying to paint you, etc. It's just like two SI users in in a room and it's like super mega milk toast in terms of in terms of sexual intimacy because you have two canvases, two blank canvases just sitting there looking at each other and it's like, okay, who's gonna make the first move? And then like the canvas is like, okay, yeah, I made my move. Wow, that was boring. You know what I'm saying? That's not exactly a good sexual interaction. Uh, So, but in your case, that would be basically two painters in the room, and you're trying to get the other person to hold down while you're painting, and then expecting that other person to react positive to the painting when that person is trying to get you to react positive to that painting as well. That's not good social, or that's not a good sexual interaction either. And ultimately, because uh, sexual compatibility is technically uh, held in a higher regard than emotional compatibility. I would maintain that that relationship is not one that is compatible enough uh, to maintain a relationship moving forward. Because at least communication can uh, uh, be utilized in emotional uh, lack of compatibility to solve that problem, but communication cannot solve uh, sexual incompatibility, quite frankly. So that's what I would say in regards to that as well. Uh, So uh, Leximus Floyd says, uh, why would a younger INFJ stay in a relationship with an ISFP who they have explosive conflict with? What can you do to get out, them out of the situation? It's usually because uh, the INFJ doesn't value themselves enough. Um, and um, because of that, they like, okay, well, you know, where, um, um, uh, because where, like, for example, the infj has to like value themselves enough to get out the situation they have fi critic they just don't they don't feel like they're worthy of somebody better so they end up staying in that relationship because it's like oh you're loyal with me you know you value me enough to stay with me even though it's a bad relationship and that's very typical of infjs it's just fi credit getting in the way uh world Socionic society answers john RRR's question with quote this is an asymmetric relationship the isfp uh, gives the INFJ some toughness and decisiveness in SE uh, But the INFJ gives the ISFP none of the factual knowledge TE they crave um, I mean if, if we're assuming uh, the MBTI letters, I would have to say World Sociionics, uh Society's comment is actually inaccurate uh, Because the INFJ has TI child and would actually be able to provide factual information to the TE inferior of the ISFP now, if their World Socionics uh, Society person is trying to confuse everybody with the final letter of the types being changed, I would ask you, sir, to at least uh, provide that premise first before answering that question so that we actually understand what you're saying because people get confused between like the final letter of MBTI letters versus Socionics letters, et cetera. So, um, cool. Uh, okay, um, what's the next question? Going down here see here. Okay, we're gonna take another question from uh, Socionics or uh, not from Socionics, but from uh, uh, Let's see here uh, from the discord server um, Jason 01975 asks what exactly would an ISTP like myself need to develop my introverted feeling? I understand it's my weakness, but I don't know what actions to take and how to fix it. I want to fix it I just don't know where to start. This would be an answer that's answered in Season 19, which is like our Patreon uh, series talking about how people can develop better versions of themselves and grow and reach enlightenment, etc. And patreon.com forward slash csjoseph uh, to check that out. Uh, We haven't gotten to the ISTP episode. Uh, To develop your FI, basically just focus on helping others, uh, but that's not really a good enough answer to answer that. Uh, So I'm going to do a different one. Uh, Seeley asks... How do the perception functions and judgment functions relate to one another? This is answered in season one. It is also answered in season five playlists on this YouTube channel. Uh, so please utilize, uh, utilize those resources to answer your questions, Seely, Thank you for your question. Um, so uh, Euphemia asks, what are we going to do with all the INFPs who don't know what career to pick? They should probably pick something in day trading or politics or law or doctors or anything that's based on anything they can read as a result of creating a philosophy or set of principles as a result. That would be my recommendation for INFPs who don't know anything about their careers. Um, So are ENTPs prone to poor timekeeping or forgetfulness? Slightly they can be. Uh, This is uh, Web Kelpie asking this question. Uh, But they can develop their self-discipline over time to solve those problems. Uh, Benjamin Franklin actually wrote a series of treatises on how he, as an ENTP, was able to uh, overcome this issue, and uh, I highly recommend reading Benjamin Franklin's work, because he provides really nice systems that you could utilize as an ENTP to be more uh, capable with uh, spending your time, etc. So, let's see. Uh, Okay. So Haley asks, does caffeine make introvert ego convert to extrovert sub or consciousness? It's more of it just makes it easier to move into uh, those sides of the mind uh, through, you know, stimulation because it's a stimulant, which gives you the ability to kind of go and aspire a little bit more with your subconscious, but it can be fake. And the transition back to your ego can like, that's kind of like, it could drain your energy and whatnot. And then you could talk about adrenals at that point. But uh, it's... Uh, sometimes stimulants can help people, you know, get over their fear. I mean, why are soldiers, you know, in like brutal situations in the trenches at war, given stimulants as well? Because it can help you overcome fear. And that's what caffeine basically does as a stimulant. Just very low-key, you know, as a result. Okay. Okay, uh, Aurora Dormita asks, you've sometimes described different countries as having different temperament cultures like SJ, could some countries be described as having a certain interaction style? If not, why not? Like Finland could be a finisher type. I mean, they say and don't use extra words and it often uh, takes them a long time to get going, but once they commit to doing something, they'll see it through in the most efficient uh, manner possible. I don't know enough about uh, that subject to comment, but I imagine absolutely yes. I, I would say that uh, you know, theoretically speaking, hypothetically speaking, the answer to your question is yes. I just haven't put enough research in that area to know for sure. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, as as uh, the application launches and the data science that we're going to be implementing around it, we will be able to get a solid concrete answer to that question. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Moving into the next. Lexamus Floyd asks, what would you recommend doing to help this INFJ value themselves more to get out of these types of situations? Basically, make yourself as useful as possible and as helpful as possible. Make sure you're verifying your beliefs. uh, And uh, when you're performing, you're doing it not for the sake, you know, of your own selfishness, but also uh, like doing it for other people's benefit not necessarily to look good. I don't know how many times I've seen INFJs on like League of Legends care about their stats on the leaderboard. When in reality, situation they'd be better served playing League of Legends, actually helping other players improve and getting recognition from those players and becoming a teacher and not necessarily, you know, a performer per se. Uh, so utilize your performance to help other people and to become useful to that end but don't ever use it as something that you should be tacking your personal self-worth on because that will ultimately lead to SI demon self-destruction. And I highly recommend you like get away from that. So, but yeah, awesome. Uh, th- hopefully that answers your question, uh, Mr. Floyd. Uh, so, okay. Um, um, I'm going to be, uh, let's see here. Not sure if this question was asked earlier. Someone in a Facebook group mentioned forming a team with all four types from all four sides of the mind. For example, INTJ, ENTP, ESFP, ISFJ. Will that be a good team? I imagine it would be uh, a good team. Why not? So, um, so awesome. Uh, okay. Let's see. Cool. All right, um, so... Existential and ask, hi Chase, I wondered if you'd be willing to answer my INFJ, INTJ question about INTJ being considered robotic and INFJ being considered highly caring. INTJ is also sensitive, um, uh, considered robotic. INTJs often have like the reputation of being robotic, but it's more of actually an INFJ thing because of that TI child coldness uh, because their Fi is so low. I would say INTJs are more human-ish, um, but the thing is is that they don't like to show it because they just don't trust people, and that's kind of like the main issue that they have. So just something to be aware of. Um, so, okay. Uh, all right. Um, all right, uh, folks, I am about finished here. We're just gonna get some last-minute YouTube questions, and this stream is done. Uh, I my wife is home and I would very much like to eat and I've been at this a while here. So if you guys got any uh, questions and whatnot, please ask them in the YouTube chat. I'll see if I can uh, nab as many of them as I can on the way out. Um, okay. So let's see. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. All right, so Lady Jane asks, in what way can an INFJ use expert feeling to boost self-confidence? By helping other people and performing well for them with your SE inferior, make it SE aspirational, and then getting recognized for uh, helping other people. Uh, this would, would be how I would say it. Um, okay, Ooh, hello. Connor Pogue asks... Uh, Uh, or Iron Dragon Chase, how can I identify cognitive functions during typing? You do it using cognitive access analysis. More on that in season 18. Connor Pogue asks, have you looked into spiral dynamics? It's a psychological development of a human being. I think it would be cool if you would combine your knowledge of spiral dynamics. I have not looked into that. Send it to me at chase at csjoseph.life. Connor, I'd be happy to go over that information. I've never heard of that before. I'll definitely take a look at it. That sounds interesting. Uh, Don Angel asks, do you have any tips for an INTJ parent struggling with an ENTP child age nine, failing school, compulsive lying, bad behavior, manipulating other kids and and adults? Honestly, Don Angel, I would verify who's actually saying that. Uh, I mean, uh, the thing is, is that usually the INTP has to lie to protect themselves. Uh, do you have that close of a relationship with your son? Or are you actually hearing what other people are telling you about your son? Are you making your judgments based on what other people, other adults are saying? Or are you listening to what he himself is saying? What's the difference, right? Uh, I I would value uh, explaining more things to your ENTP son, as well as getting things from his point of view uh, before rushing to judgment. Now, uh, if this is all verified and absolutely true, Basically, uh, take away his uh, creature comforts uh, as soon as possible, and get him on the path of earning them. Basically, earning those creature comforts, uh, comforts as as a result of him helping other people with his F.E. child, etc. Uh, that would be the uh, quickest uh, way to parent him that I would recommend as soon as possible. Also utilize uh, uh, also utilize that strategy, uh, you know, as presented in how social engineer ENTPs. As well um, ice cream stick asks are you a tree I am NOT a tree um, so so anyway um okay so uh, a chase do you think an NTSP society temperament combination would lead to most freedom valuing society USA was initially NTSP found on libertarianism um, uh, Uh, Not necessarily. uh, Actually, National Socialism had SPs and NTs gang up on everybody else, and they created Nazism, so that's not necessarily true. Uh, Honestly, there needs to be a system where all temperaments are represented in a fair manner that would make a lot more sense. Kind of like the next stage of evolution of uh, the American Constitution, but like the, the next form of it. And by the way, it better absolutely uh, include the right to bear arms, uh, so that the uh, people of that nation should be able to uh, rebel against the government any time they so require or decide. Because if that is the case, uh, the public servant is to serve uh, the public, and the uh, and not the other way around. The public does not serve the public servant. So just keep that in mind. Um, what, where CNS asks. Our World Socionics post being deleted or something. I think uh, they lost their privileges to talk on a live stream because they were shilling for uh, other locations and whatnot. If that's incorrect, uh, we'll definitely have their uh, posting rights in the stream restored as soon as possible. Uh, and we could definitely talk about that. Um, and uh, let's see, next question is uh, okay. How can I tell if someone is sub or shadow focused? That is discussed in season 18 content. We'll get to that uh, from there. Um, And uh, Celebrity Rooster asks, are pragmatic more prone to cynicism? Not necessarily, actually. Uh, I would say SFPs are not cynics at all, whereas STPs definitely are cynics. And in some cases, NTJs are cynics, but they can be more open to other ideas. Whereas NTPs, while they like to think they're very open-minded, they're not really as open-minded as they claim. So, um, and uh, Osama G. Abu-Enain asks, how to stop procrastinating as an INTJ? Basically, you just have to learn practice and be okay with failing. Uh, Force yourself against your will to do something as soon as it is assigned instead of later uh, to prove to yourself whether or not you're actually good at doing it, instead of assuming you are. Remember, as an INJ with SE inferior, it's your job to compete with yourself and not with others. And do and doing something right away allows you to do something, so you can do it over and over and over again before it is due, so that you can just do it better, etc. So, okay, and. Uh, And uh, Jingleman31, do INFJs daydream and silently judge people? And if they do, what causes this and how would a person improve doing this less? That's more of an INFP thing. Jingleman31, please verify if you're an INFP. Um, So, uh, okay. Uh, Atomical asks, uh, I just joined the stream. I don't know if this has been already asked, but how do one determine their potential dominant function? I keep jumping from type to type, I'm confused. Use the type grid, uh, etc. It's very important. Wetware CNS. I apologize for all of his messages being deleted. Uh, we'll see what we can do to fix that. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, INTJ here, assign a new deadline far before the real deadline. Thank you, Don Angel for saying that. That's absolutely correct. Uh, thank you. That's a more practical way of putting it. And um, so awesome. And uh, that's it for today's stream, folks. Thank you all for joining this Q&A. Don't forget, if you are a patron member or would like to get involved in the Patreon stuff, the Patreon Q&A is this Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, that will be posted. Uh, the, the Zoom link for that or the stream link will be posted for that. And I'll be answering all of the Patreon questions in Discord as well as on the live stream for all of your questions. Uh, and I think the Patreon q and I think it's like the silver tier, it's like the, the bottom tier, so anyone can join that, so if you would like to be there for the uh, uh, Patreon Q&A uh, session, go ahead and join our Patreon, and I'll see you this Thursday for that as well, otherwise folks, thanks for watching and being here tonight, and thank you all for everything, and I'll see you guys next time.